0: Welcome to the Steve Travelley show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: In Jersey,
2: a in the streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve East keeps you in the Jersey no From 7 till 11. Live local and live. Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's loud, the golden light.
0: Call him at 1 800
3: 283 101.5. And welcome to Monday Night in New Jersey. I hope you had a great weekend. You deserve it. And uh, you and me are going to be at the 11 o'clock tonight with all kinds of stuff to talk about. Genesis lead guitarist, Steve Hackett, former Genesis lead guitarist. When Genesis was Genesis, before they became Genesis, uh, is going to be calling in Genesis Revisited coming to the State Theater. He'll be calling in around 910. We'll be talking about uh, the weekend of shopping. We'll be talking about getting uh, thrown off a plane. Guess who that's about, right? But uh, lots to go with. But first of all, <clears throat> I think I'm losing my voice. First of all, we have a mouse in the newsroom. <laughs> Everybody's up on stools. Uh, I know we've had a mouse around here for a while. As a matter of fact, the mouse has grown a little bit from what I understand. Right, this is the time of year; it gets cold outside, so they come in to take refuge. I've got—I uh, get them in my house, and then I get the exterminator really, really fast to get rid of them. Uh, they come, they spray, and they go. Uh, but I'm wondering: uh, in your situation, have you ever been startled by a mouse? Have you ever seen a mouse? Out of nowhere, you're not expecting the mouse. You're home. Next thing you know, there he is. And uh, could be a mouse, could be a bigger mouse, could be a rat. What was your What's your mouse story? Did you jump up on the school and go eek? Did you? Because like you know what, uh, I, I'm sitting here all courageous now, but I know I don't want to see this guy come in here. And if he does come in here, he's writing two posts, and he may do a music shift on the weekends. But uh, I want to hear your mouse story Let's start it off like that What do you do to get rid of the mice Or to get rid of the mouse And have you ever been frightened by a mouse Or are we past that Do you attack the mouse, do you get the broom Do you go after the mouse Is the mouse afraid Because most of the time you know like, He's more afraid of you are than you are of him Right That's what I, Did I say that right but uh what is your mouse story? Let's start this off. Because like I said, man, they're in the newsroom up on stools <laughs> doing the news. And I'd be the same way. For your information, I'm up on a stool right now. But have you ever had a mouse in your house that you had to deal with? And why, like you know, after a while you figure out what to do. You know, do you use traps? Do you uh do you get rid of them that way? Uh do you use the merciful traps? Do you take him and drive him to another part of the country and then let him out? Or is it more like he got to go? Uh, Jeannie is in Mendham on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jeannie.
4: Hi, sweetie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good.
3: All right. Give me your mouth story.
4: My mouth story. My son-in-law is a police officer. Right. And he is excellent. And he's tough. Right. He's- a big guy, and he
3: don't mess with nothing, right? He ain't taking nothing from nobody, or me, until
4: that—that's that a challenge, right? So he's petrified of mice. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Mouse, and I put it in his work boot. Get out, and he. Went all the way to work. Right. And he's in changing with all of his men. Right. And he hurt something in his boot and he turned it upside down and shook it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was screaming like a little girl. Well, wait,
3: wait, wait. Did, did he take out his gun and shoot? <laughs> oh,
4: man. I, it was coming down. The guys were laughing so hard. that uh, <laughs> <laughs> He threw a shoe at it and everything. Oh, we were roaring. When I heard the stories, uh-huh.
3: oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Did they, now, was he allowed to go after the mouse? Because we have new laws in New Jersey regarding cops. I mean, was it okay? Did, did the mouse have rights? Did they have to? got
4: it, it was going to get let out the next day. so he Yeah, really.
3: They got the mouse. The mouse was out in an hour on bail with no
5: problem. And
4: and you're going to crack I have an older sister. Good. And. She, I make sure everybody knows she's older. Right. And she has a little car. It was in the garage. Right. And we get in it to go to my other sister's house. And I said, Mary, I smell something awful in the car. And she goes, what do you mean you smell something awful? We open up. I said, it's coming from the glove compartment. She hadn't driven in so long during COVID. A mouse got in. Oh. and made a mess in her glove compartment. And there was mouse urine all the time. Uh so bad there's babies in there
3: <laughs> little baby my oh my god that, what did, did she did uh, <laughs> she feel bad for the babies and like uh you know trying to keep them alive or everybody
4: went uh, her husband who's retired military he heard us screaming in the garage <laughs> running all over <laughs> he comes flying out and he goes what and he sees both of us are standing on oh, his he had to clean up it still smells oh and that was Twenty twenty,
3: They have to. They're getting a new car. You have to. You have to. Jeannie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Bill is in Wall on New Jersey 101.5.
5: Hey, Bill. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. How are you? you know hey, I'm, well, I'm just alive, hanging in there with my mouses.
3: All right. your your mouses. mouses. Uh, hey, misses to pieces. Yes, you mice. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah. Yeah. And I they turn around and they come and visit. Right. And they get in trouble, and then what happens is everything else to get the hell out. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? <laughs> laugh about it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You have you have mice come into your house,
3: right? And uh, yeah. All right, and then uh, how do you get rid of them? How do I get rid of them? When I get up, they run like hell. There you go. They they know it's you. Bill, <laughs> thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I'm 1-800-283-101.5. We got a mouse. We got a mouse. Did you ever have a mouse in your house, in your workplace, in your wherever you are? Did you ever have a run-in with a mouse? What did you do? Have you ever seen anyone, uh, anyone get freaked out by a mouse? What did they do? And how did you get rid of the mouse? Did you call the exterminator? Did you use the glue trap? Were you humane about it? Or was it just beat the sucker to death? one 800 You versus the mouse. Or someone you know versus the mouse. How did it turn out? I'm doing this hour so that I'm hoping that the mouse hears it. And then he just says, I got to get the hell out of here. I can't be dealing with this. 1-800-283-101.5. You versus the mouse. How did it go? Here's New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. Every holiday season, New Jersey 101.5 collects teddy bears for the New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears. You can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear to hug. Find your closest bear drop-off location or buy a bear online. Visit our app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, All-American Auto Group, Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage, and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give a child a feel-better bear. And thanks from all of us at New Jersey 101.5. If you want a feel-better mouse, we can hook you up. We got one in the house. Uh, he's running around. I need a Dr. Seuss thing for this. 1 800 283 101.5. Did you ever have a run in with a mouse? How did it turn out? Yajma is in Philadelphia on New Jersey 101.5. How do I pronounce your name?
6: I'm cracking up. It's Yajna.
3: Yajma. All right. Hi, Yajma. Yajna. (laughs) Yajna.
6: Yajna, yes. N A.
3: Did the mouse know how to pronounce it, or he just left because he got confused?
6: No, listen, I don't play with these mice, okay, listen. All
3: right, I'm listening.
6: It terrible. It was about three or four of them, and they would not get out. I had to order me some peppermint oil.
7: <laughs> I put these
6: cotton balls. Listen, I'm I listening. These, a whole bag of cotton balls in the peppermint oil. You put them all behind the loo. Right. Behind my washer, dryer, my stove, behind the refrigerator. Right. I mean, I pull everything out, cleaned it, mopped this swept it. Boy, <laughs> the mouse yeah, made you clean the I house. <laughs> he wouldn't leave now. <laughs> he made me spring clean early, okay? <laughs> I was spring cleaning early, okay? Uh-huh. When I, I was like, I can't do this. And I've never had a mouse ever since, honestly.
3: Wait a minute, so you sprung, you did spring cleaning and he left?
6: Uh, The peppermint oil I put.
3: Oh, the peppermint oil. oil.
6: Yeah, 100% natural peppermint oil. I plugged all the, the holes that they were getting in through, and I've never had a mouse
3: in. See, I'm thinking you give them the peppermint oil. Now they got good breath. They may make more mice. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know peppermint's the way to go here. they but... making them,
6: but they just ain't
3: making them in my house. Yeah, really? Hey, listen, yeah, if, I mouse, house, if I get a mouse, if I get a mouse, could I call you to come clean my house?
6: Sure, there for a nice go.
3: little fee, I got you. I'm over there. Oh, okay, yeah. Because my wife and yeah, we got a mouse too you bad I ain't my cleaning. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen,
6: if
3: you hire me for my services, I'm coming, baby. You got a deal. <laughs> Call to New Jersey 101.5. Peppermint, huh? Abby is in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Abby. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing?
2: All righty. So... About two years ago I was, I'm at work in a hospital right. and I'm on the ground floor and right. I'm at my desk and, right. um, and I felt something on my foot and looked down and there was a mouse. On your foot? I on my foot, probably like over my foot. And I don't do well with any type of creatures. Right. moving and nothing. Right. Well there's two other women in the office with me, and I jumped up onto the chair, um, which is on wheels. Of course you did. And, oh, on the wheels? I, I mean, I on wheels. <laughs> I could do a you know, computer chair, office chair that has wheels Uh huh. And I went flying with the chair, screaming. The But are was hysterical because, first of all, they've never seen me move that fast or jump up on a chair. Right. And it went underneath my desk. We had to call one of the doctors to come in and and get it out.
3: The doctor came in to get the mouse.
2: I uh, uh, yeah because we had to find something to shoot out because my desk is in the corner, Uh so underneath the desk in the corner, and I would not get off the chair or you know move until it was gone. So yeah, that was my my office one. I don't I just (laughs) totally.
3: (laughs) Did the doctor make the mouse turn (laughs) its head and cough?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: You gotta take care of him. You got to yeah. make sure he's okay.
2: <laughs> we would have dissected
3: him. Yeah, really. Thanks for the call to New Jersey, one hundred one point five. All right, we got Harry and Howell on New Jersey one hundred one point five.
5: Hey, Harry. Hey, Steve. Um,
8: I have this little room in my house. It's part office, right? Part greenhouse, part right. recording studio, right? And part aquarium, uh, zoo. Oh. Uh, and uh, every spring. Right. I start a bunch of plants. I've got this long table, uh, and I put seeds in peat pots and other uh, little seed-starting peat-type things and, uh, you know, water them. They're under lights, right. and I start them early. Uh, went in there one morning. The seeds are all scattered all over the place, eaten. Oh. Peat and And starting soil all over the place. All my pumpkin seeds, uh, squash, all the fat, yummy seeds. They have been eaten by a mouse. So... I got out my spare seeds, replanted them, put out right. a glue trap. Right. Next morning, uh, the seeds are scattered around, and there's a mouse in the glue trap. Oh. And it's funny with the mouse because it only has half a tail. <sighs> and uh, it's you know it obviously had some obviously had some kind of run with something out in the wild. Right. So when I do, I, I have an empty five gallon plastic bucket, put it in there, right. dump a little oil on it, and a little flour. That's the way you get them out of those traps. And they free themselves. And I, I have a little. Uh, oh,
3: I thought you were going to say I then sauteed him with some garlic and butter. And I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay.
8: The oil dissolves the glue in the trap, and the the flour uh, keeps them from getting uh, more stuck. So oh. uh, the mouse freed itself, and it, it's hopping around in the tank in, right. the, in the bucket. And uh, I have an acre and an eighth out here in Allentown. I'm not actually in Howell anymore. Right. Uh I took it all the way to the back of the property, which is is probably about 4,000 feet. Right. And and set it free. I "I don't like to kill things. Right. So uh, I I replanted more seeds Mm -hmm. Uh, the next day. The seeds are all scattered all over the place again. Guess who's back? I put out another glue trap. Right. And then the next day, I caught a mouse. And it's the same mouse with a little stumpy tail. Well, of course. Now he's your pet. You've adopted him. Yeah. So same procedure. Right. Uh, gl- uh, gl- oil, flour, bucket. And I-, I left the thing in there for a couple days. It was real rainy out, and I didn't really want to go that far. Right. There's a county uh, woods. It's like a game preserve or something. It's got a path. Uh, goes through it uh, near my house. Right. I took that mouse about a quarter mile in there as far as I wanted to, was willing to walk that morning mm. and took it out and dumped it out of that bucket into the leaves. Right. And the thing just sat there and looked at me. He's like, you're not going to leave me here, are you? <laughs> you're on your own. You're on your own. Plenty of acorns out here. Right. So I, I went back, and I had run out of seeds to plant, but I planted what I could. All right. Two days later. Get out. I was sitting there. Now, I, I had uh, a big 55-gallon aquarium that I kept my seeds in. No water right. in it. Was right. It was water and seeds. Did he come back? So I hadn't yet. And I, I put the seeds in there to keep them away from mice. Now, I have... Uh, Barry, I got to hit the news. Did he come back? The mouse came back, and I caught it. I put it in a tank uh-huh. and the thing had babies. now I got five mice in that tank. Now he's got now he's got my a my pet. granddaughter loves them. She comes wants to come over to the house so she can see the mouseies.
3: See that, that, that? Now he's a house pet. You see? how? how what's the status? He's going to be lead story. What's the status of the mouse in the newsroom?
9: Uh, the uh, mouse in the newsroom is uh, hanging out. He's still there. Uh, we're both parties are keeping distance. <laughs> he's working um,
3: on a post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
9: So I'm sure it'll be up soon, approved by Sergio in a few hours, yeah.
3: Oh, okay, good. 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 All right. Have you ever had a run-in with a mouse? We have. It's 7.30.
9: Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ101.
3: Wendy's. Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are so good. Some are saying they're better than their mom's, but not the mom. Perfectly crispy, perfectly golden brown. Try Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks today. See if they're better than your mom's. one 283 1015 Steve Trevly's. I saw Anthony Rodia and Boomba Johnny Saturday night at the State Theater. If you get the chance, go see Anthony Rodia and Boomba Johnny. The guy was selling used cars a couple of years ago. Now he's like one of the hottest comics out there. And it's rare that you laugh as hard as I laughed that night. You know, you see a lot of comedy and the guy can split your sides. And then afterwards, I thought they added a second show. He's like, I'll come out. I say hello to everybody in the lobby, ba-ba-ba. And the line, just to shake his hand, was literally out the door of the theater and up the block. I thought they added a second show. Uh, And then I'm with my friend uh, Jimmy and Georgia Alberti, and they're talking about the birthday breakfast that they do. And getting up 3.30 in the morning to make the perfect French toast sticks, which made me think of that when I read the Wendy's commercial. But here, here in beautiful New Jersey, 101.5 in the newsroom, we have a mouse. And uh, the mouse is uh, on the other side. The news guy. Chad's on one side. She's <laughs> on the other side. Everybody's up on stools. Chad's eating cookies and milk. The mouse is having a cheeseburger and fries. one 800 1015 Have you ever come in contact with a mouse? You and the mouse in the same room. Eye to eye. Face to face. What did you do? Steve is in Dutch Neck on New Jersey 101.5. steve up.
0: Yeah. Hey. What's up? Uh, I work as a teacher, and in the uh-huh. summer I worked for a mechanical contractor. And we got called out to a site up in Princeton to what we now call the Mouse House. Uh, the people were in Europe for a couple of months, and right. mice came in and overtook the house. Really? And yeah, it was out of control. They they had we were there to update the, the furnace. They came back. They couldn't even inhabit the house. There was hundreds of field mice in the house. It was insane. You know, they tell
3: you, like, if you see one, that means there's, like, how many others in the
0: house? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not an exterminator. you got to get an exterminator on the phone. But I saw it, man. They, they had carte blanche at that place. It was like the Tom and Jerry cartoon from back in the day. It was oh, bad. man.
3: So how would you get him out?
0: Uh, I mean, the exterminators, they were doing our thing. We were just there to replace the furnace because you couldn't even run the furnace and air conditioner. It stunk so bad. Like, it was bad.
3: They That's do. The they, urine and the mouse uh, crap and all, all down, baby.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Um, That's unbelievable. Hey,
0: it happens. Don't go to Europe. That's my advice. Cheers. Have a
3: nice night. You got it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You're going to go to Europe. Just tell the mouse to go with Take the mouse with you. Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter.
5: How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. How about you? I had lamb chops.
3: I like lamb chops.
5: So did I. Great. Grilled, nice. Grilled. I like that. I grilled them on the grill outside.
3: That's the way I should have done tonight. My wife made cheeseburgers. I went out. I bought two big gas tanks to fill up you know, from the Home Depot. My wife yeah. broils the cheeseburgers. They're inside of the house. <laughs> hey, what's the problem? I don't see I, we couldn't even see each other. The smoke was so thick. I, said, can you, you know, I like the grill. Don't worry about it. So tell me about the mouse.
5: in Ewing mouse are always there. <laughs> Especially in West Stratton. Yeah. At my old restaurant. Right. I went in in the morning. Right. I saw I had a little friend. He missed the broom because I threw it at him.
3: He missed the broom or you missed the I mouse? Missed,
5: well, I threw the broom at him. He dodged it and went back in the hole. At night, we figured out where he was going. Right. We put a trap near the flower. He goes in, goes into the flower and adios, so long, via con Dios, no more mouse. After that, we got Enviro Safe Pest Control.
3: So wait a minute. So the mouse went into the flower, and that was his demise.
5: It goes into the flower. They like flower. I know. I know. That's how we knew we had a mouse, because there were tracks. Right. Flour flower back into the hole. We know where to patch the hole, uh-huh. where to put the traps, right. where to put the poison, uh-huh. which is in a special container that nobody can get contaminated with. This is back in the nineties.
1: Well, the, the
3: the poison that they use now, it's kind of like a it's like a vitamin K, and it just thins their yes. blood, and they go. Oh, what was the one? The other one they make them so thirsty that they run outside to get water.
5: Well, I also saw one time a rat outside mm-hmm. and it could not get into the restaurant because we had already had a um, mouse. Mouse. So let's put it this way. Both of them mm-hmm. are deader than a doornail.
1: All right.
3: Peter, one mouse, nothing. <laughs> Ramp, <laughs> nothing. one 800 1015 You versus a mouse. And it's one thing, you know, when you get mice or, like, you see the next day, maybe you see little mouse droppings, like, I got to get the exterminator in. And uh, tell me about that. But I want to hear the story of have you ever come face-to-face with, like, a mouse? The field mice are one thing. I mean, we get, like, and I figured, like, The field mice, like, every now and then it gets cold, so they'll come in, and you get the exterminator, they go out. And the dog, you figure, would be the one to get rid of the mice, like the mouse would be afraid of the dog. The mouse could care less about the dog. And the dog sees the mouse, and he thinks it's a play toy. But I think we got, like, one in the office... And thankfully, I've never, I've yet to have that experience while being on the radio. What the
1: heck is it? You know,
3: but have you ever come in contact with a mouse? And uh, like I said, we've got one here. I know the general manager was chasing him around. One, day. I heard about that. And then I come in today, and Annette's like, uh, there's a mouse. I'm going to go in the newsroom. There's a mouse in the newsroom. And there's Jill on a, uh, up on up on the stool doing the news. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'll stay out of here. So I am here with the door closed. I'm barricaded here. I'm in the, um, you know. In uh, the fortress, known as the 101.5 studios, and uh, asking the question, being be laughing, laughing, ha ha ha! I'm in here, mouse. You ain't coming. Have you ever had a face-to-face with a mouse that wasn't named Mickey? That wasn't a cartoon being chased by a cartoon cat, or messing around with a cartoon duck? Just you and the mouse. What did you do? How did you get rid of him? Did you get rid of him? Corey, hang on. I want to give you more time. Does this sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a long while to get out of bed this morning. Or I certainly can't do the same things I used to before since I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their Epat therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab is dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Tom River in Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit Trinity-Rehab.com. New
0: Jersey
3: Eatings from New Jersey 101.5, making your most delicious holiday ever with a free hundred-dollar gift card to Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app and get ready for a free holiday feast with a hundred-dollar Tuscany Specialty Foods gift card. The three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering in Marlboro, Manalopin, and y'all Good luck and season's eatings from New Jersey, 101.5. Steve Ace. and the mouse that's in the newsroom writing two posts for the website. I'm asking you, have you ever had a run-in for the mouse? 1-800-283-101.5. Was there ever a mouse in your house? What did you do to that louse? Corey is in Somerset on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Corey.
6: Hi, how are you?
3: Good. How are you doing?
6: I'm
2: good.
3: Tell me about the mouse. All
2: right. So this was a story with my mom and my grandma and they die laughing every time they tell me.
1: Yeah, go ahead. So
2: they found a mouse like running in the kitchen. Like they heard it. It was like, I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. So my grandma sees it. She jumps up on the table. <laughs> God, take you please? Get the mouse, get the mouse. And, Tiff- and my mom comes in the room and she's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't get the mouse. I'm afraid of the mouse. Like, <laughs> and she jumps up on the table too. Right. And they call uh, my mom's brother. They're like, Jonathan, Jonathan, get the mouse, get the mouse. Uh. And he's like, what am I gonna do? And he hops up on the other table. Get out It was a mess. <laughs> I had to call the neighbor from across the street to come get it.
3: It was great. Did the mouse the mouse was sitting there laughing his little mouse ass off?
2: I can only imagine.
3: <laughs> Going to all the other mice telling them this funny story. That's great. Jane is on a turn bike on the Jersey one oh one point five. Hi Jane. Hello. Hello. How you doing?
10: I'm pretty good. How are you?
3: All right. Tell me your mouse story.
10: I will tell you my mouse story. Now I had a single mouse in my kitchen. Right. But the problem was, it was a an adorable mouse. It was like a Disney mouse. Oh no. It was really sweet. <laughs> so, it was like you know. I imagined him wearing a little hat and things uh-huh. like that.
3: Oh yeah, like black with the big round ears, like that kind of mouse.
10: <laughs> yes, he was really sweet looking. Was he wearing and pants? Anyway, well, pants and shoes and little socks. There we go.
3: Okay, like Mickey. Okay. Cute,
10: cute underwear. Right. Well, anyway, he uh, he was very sweet until he started getting bad. So I decided I got to get rid of the mouse. Right. So I we went out and got one of those live mouse traps. They're like a little uh, little container. Right. And so I I put some peanut butter in there, and sure enough, the little mouse with the cute underwear went in there <laughs> and uh, couldn't find his way out. Right. And so I said, all right, Mouse, this is it. So I walked about three or four blocks from my house, right. and I stopped in a beautiful little park, and I said, this is it, Mouse. So I opened up his little box, and he wouldn't come out. Finally, I had to tumble him out, and he really was a fat little thing. Oh,
3: <laughs> his underwear was creasing. <laughs> his, his,
10: underwear. <laughs> his underwear was creasing, and his socks were getting dirty. But anyway, yeah. to make a long story short, right. he turned around and looked at me, and I went, well, goodbye. And he skittered off into the bushes as only a Disney mouse could do. And that's my mouse story. Uh, It was a little like a cartoon.
2: You should
3: have wrote that story. That's a great story. Did you feel sad afterwards?
10: Um, Well, no. Uh, Well, I was glad because it wasn't a rat because I encountered one of those in a sofa once.
1: Oh, really? In a sofa? uh,
10: Yes.
3: You found a rat in a sofa?
10: Yes, I was living in Texas at the time, so that will explain all. <laughs> you buried
3: the lead. Oh, man. What did you do when you sat? When you found that you? How fast did you jump, and how high when you saw the rat oh, in the sofa?
10: It, <laughs> it was how loud did I scream?
3: Yeah, so, and that.
10: Uh, yes, yeah, so somebody, some big he man, was there with a, uh, a broom and hit the uh, rat with it. So
3: got him right in the underwear. <laughs> oh, Jane. Great stuff. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I right, listen, coming up at 9 o'clock, Steve Hackett, uh, former lead guitar from Genesis, when Genesis was Genesis, before they were Genesis, like when Peter Gabriel sang with him. Uh, he's bringing it to the State Theater. You're going to hear all about it coming up. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I'm Steve Trevely. Stick around. All Jersey,
0: all the time.
2: Thank God for
0: New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey 101.5. <laughs> WKXW Trenton WKXW
3: Yeah, 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 yeah Steve Trevelis Hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight Genesis lead guitarist Steve Hackett Was with the band from 1970 to 77 and uh, they're going to be reproducing the Seconds Out album at the State Theater next Tuesday night. He'll be telling us all about it in about an hour. If you're a Genesis fan or know of one, uh, get on the phone and tell uh, time to turn on in about an hour. I got my producer, Rob Brown, with me here. Uh, all right, so we have, let's see, after Thanksgiving, we have Black Friday. Yep. Then you have Small Business Saturday. Yep. Then you have Football Sunday. And then you have Cyber Monday. And uh, did you get any good deals this weekend?
11: Well, um, I didn't do any Christmas shopping No Christmas shopping. Nope. I am someone who, I mean, I haven't even made a list yet. I mean, I'm thinking about things. But, yeah, no, I have not done it. I'm not good with Christmas shopping.
3: We also had record store Saturday. Saturday, right? Or Friday was record store day. So there's a lot going on. If you wanted to spend money, there was never more incentive to spend money. Than this weekend in New Jersey, and you know the, uh, um, you get, today we got bombarded, you know, like about thousands of emails about everybody was trying to get you to shop someplace online. Mm-hmm. If you have the choice, you know, a lot of people you got the brick and mortar stores and versus the online. And what I want to know is like a couple of things here one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. When you do you prefer? Shopping online, or do you prefer the brick and mortar store? And if you do go to the brick and mortar stores, do you have like a regular yearly thing, a way that you shop? You know, like uh, online is great in that, you know, it's convenient. Uh, you get online, you know exactly what you want, you go find it, you buy it. But you don't, you don't really browse the way you do. When you're in a store. Like I you, feel
11: it's less yeah. Christmas spirit.
3: No Christmas spirit. You're, hey, Christmas become a business. You know, like when you're when you're in the store, you go. You got maybe your family, your mm-hmm. friends. You have money in your pocket. You're walking up and down the mall or the center wherever you go shopping, and you see all the decorations and you see all the people. And maybe they're in good mood. You smell the the, the coffee or you know whatever's being served in the different places. So I, so I got a question
11: for you. Yeah, how does the Christmas story start? By shopping. 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 Right in the windows. The kids are putting their faces right on the windows, nose, nostrils. They're awed with this Christmas. No way. We're missing that. If you, if you shop online, you don't get that. So that was a big thing that my family and I used to do. It was a part of our Christmas tradition. You know, a huge thing was you get the catalog, the Toys R Us book. You get the Target book. And me and my sister would look. What do we want? We want these specific, you know, things. We cut them out, paste them on with glue. You give them to our mom, who is going to give it to Santa Claus, and that that would be it, you know. And also, you would go to the store. Yeah, really, Santa doesn't shop online. That's the other
3: thing, right? You know, she gives it to Santa. You go to yeah. the mall, right? You, you, can't, you can't cyber sit on Santa's lap. No. Right? You got to go and you get in line. I did the same thing with taking the kid to see mm-hmm. Santa. We you a virtual Santa? No. Uh, Santa called me. On my, I got him on my voicemail. He wants to come on. He wants to come on sometime in the month of December. Yeah? Really? We may have, we may have Santa on. Like we may it. have a couple of different Santas on. <laughs> a lot of Santas have been calling me. But I mean, but I want to know, like, you know, 1-800-283-101.5. What is the best deal you were able to get uh, over this shopping weekend, Cyber Monday, Black Friday, Record Store Saturday, Small Business Saturday, whoever, where was the best deal you got? And, you know, do you have a preferred shopping route, you know, a preferred shopping tradition, or do you just
11: buy online? You know? So I used to go to Target. It was with my my family. I would, I would go with my mom, right. and my sister would go with my aunt, and we would spread out. You know, I would help my mom with some Christmas shopping. Maybe we'd get something for my sister or, and my brother, and my sister would go over, and she would do the Christmas shopping. And now it's just, send me a link. Yeah. And also... There's something missing. There's, there's a whole...
3: Part of the tradition, uh, the holiday tradition, is to go out and, you know, go to different places. I, now, I don't like to be around huge crowds. I mean, like, no. you know, my wife will always love to do it on a Saturday afternoon when it's packed. But I like to go on a Monday, about one o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. where you're still... You, it's not as crowded. You got people there. And there's a, there's a, there's a friendliness.
11: There's a sense of
3: Christmas spirit.
11: Mm-hmm. And we don't – you don't get that online. How many Christmas movies can you name off the top of your head that have situations where they're Christmas shopping and then all of a sudden, oh, it's not here. I've been waiting for this amount of time. It's Christmas Eve. Right. I I feel it's changing the whole Christmas tradition of where everything is just – because, I mean, I, I totally agree with you because my social media was blown up with 50% off here. Right. This person here, you know, th- this person's talking, hey, you know, you know, I, I shop here. Like, I got Kevin Hart telling me where I should get my athletic, you know, clothes because let, let, let me tell you something, man. It's 75% off. And I'm like, Kevin, just tell me some jokes. I, yeah. I, I don't want to know where you're
3: shopping. You know? I wanna I want to go to the store. 1-800-283-101.5. Are you, are you more of an online shopper or are you a, a mall shopper or store shopper? And what is your experience? Like, where do you like to go? Where's the, is, the, is the tradition Every ever go into New York and just go to, like, FAO Schwartz Toy Store? Or you go, like, uh, you know, do you go to the American Dream Mall? Mm-hmm. Or what's your favorite mall to go to for Christmas? And they're all decorated up, and it's all beautiful, and you see the people. Are they a little friendly? or is there more attitude? Because I know like they did a survey and more and more people are nasty now. More and more people are upset, pissed off, irate. Uh, it's on nj1015.com. A Harvard law professor did this. Really? And uh, apparently we're more upset than usual. But I mean, I mean I- I'll go online and get stuff. I mean, the other side to this is that, you know, the stores are crowded. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get help. And not all the help that they get really wants to even have the job. They're just kind of stuck with it. And it's very inconvenient. You know, there's that. But, you know, you're also missing, you know, are we losing a part of the holiday spirit by shopping online?
11: You know, believe me, I I definitely agree with why people are going online. Very simple. Everything is there. I mean, everything is on Amazon. Everything is there. It's yeah. ready. You know, it's just clicks, 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 and it's done. But to me, you know, if, how am I going to teach my child what what Christmas spirit is if I'm just you know going s- through the computer? You know, because I mean, yes, I, I can show as many Christmas movies as possible and all that, but is it? It's not going to show. You know, because. I, to me like I, I miss I miss going to like malls and being able to see like all the displays and and, and hearing Christmas music during there because that because that's what you see in the movies you know like well
3: soon the movies those Hallmark movies are gonna start every hour with they met in a chat room. <laughs> <laughs> they, they met in a chat room and they became friends online because they never got to go to a place and go shopping. I finally met you on Christmas. Yeah, in person. I that, that'll be the name of the movie, right? So that, that's you? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Do you prefer shopping online? Do you prefer shopping in the mall or shopping uh, in person in the brick-and-mortar stores? And where did you get the best deals? 1-800-283-101.5. The My and pa stores are really good because you get that personal. You know, you get that personal touch. You know the owner. You feel good. You almost feel like by supporting them, that you know you're you're, and that's why it's just charity because you get great work, you get great great product, you get quality merchandise, but you also feel like you're helping somebody out. There's a again, there's a personality. There's a there's a personable, a one to one, by going out and you know especially during Christmas, are people more friendlier or are they just harried and just want to get, you know, want to get you out of there so they can get on to the next guy? The stores are too packed. one 800 Or do you feel that, you know, by uh, not going shopping, physically Christmas shopping, you're missing something or you're better off? 1-800-283-101.5. you ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in the yard, Robert Tekansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. Gerard wanted to take advantage of the market before it changed any further so he could downsize, so he called Rob and his team to sell his home in Avonel. No problem. After just 13 days on the market, there were 35 showings, multiple offers, getting the home sold for $390,000, which was $40,000 over over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com or Google Rob Sells NJ and then you start Packing. Here's fast traffic. Five. Weather brought to you by Edison Nissan. Check out the huge selection of new and used vehicles at Edison Nissan on Route One in Edison. With plenty of Nissans in stock, they always make buying fun and easy. Visit them online at edisonnissan.com for more details. 1 800 283 101.5. Did you get a good deal this weekend? We had uh, Black Friday, record store day. Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. It was a way to get money out of your pocket. We did everything we could this weekend. So what is your blend of shopping? Jerry's in Philadelphia, New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Jerry.
12: Hey, how we doing, guys? Good. How about you, pal? I'm doing great, man. Christmas right around the corner, man. So.
3: Okay. The most wonderful time of the year.
12: Absolutely. All
3: right, so what, how do you shop now? What's your mix?
12: Uh, so, got like a, a decent mix. It's almost like 50-50. So, I like online shopping for certain items, obviously, because I was listening to you guys since a minute. And it's pretty much like uh certain things you want to go browse and you want to shop. You want to, you know, get the best deal, see if it fit, And then other things, maybe like appliances, toys, and things of that nature, you might get a better deal. But I, do, I like to do like a, a good 50-50 down the middle shop. Right. So, it's kind of like, and I'm, I'm 30 years old, so I'm kind of like right there at the cusp of, you Know old tradition, but also you know, build a new tradition. Uh, because I just had a son, and he this would be his second Christmas, so oh, it's great that,
3: uh, that that's when it's so much fun, right? You take him out, you take him to the stores, and let him look around and stuff,
12: yeah, absolutely. And now he's more alert and aware. So, uh, I know I was listening to you guys, and uh, tradition for us, we started, you know, just the family, you know, hot chocolate, gingerbread houses, and there's a couple places like for me. I have family out in North Heldon, Brunswick, so uh, we kind of linked up and we do uh, like Penn's Landing, or we do like nice. Franklin, Franklin Square down to their city, like miniature golf and hot chocolate carousel wheels. So I think like the tradition doesn't have to necessarily involve too much of the actual shopping aspect. This is like candy, candy cane, gingerbread, cold weather, the red, white, the green, the striped socks, El Santa, like the whole nine, man. But it's just, like, a lot to take in on the holiday, man. I hope everyone enjoys.
3: Nah, Jerry, you too have a very Merry Christmas. one 800 That's what it's all about. You know, it's all about the tradition. You get, you, know, you get together, my wife and I would take the kids, like, the week before Christmas to uh, the free home Mall. Yeah. And we'd go to Cheesecake Factory, and we would have dinner. And then after that, just walk the mall. And, and it's cool because you have all the stores, all the people, you know, everybody wants something else. Everybody's looking at something else. You're not really buying much, although with the kids you would buy. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you're getting the idea that who wants what is who we got to shop for. But it becomes like a day. And, you, and, again, you get, like Jerry's, you get the hot chocolate, you know, you get a coffee. We go to Gloria Jeans, get the coffee. And it's beautiful. It's fun. And, you know, it's. If we can, if, if the online is, you know, it's here to stay, it's great. And you can make some great deals online. But then again, by not being able to go in, by going out, it's like you're missing a part of the holiday. You know, you're missing a part of, a part of, and not that Christmas is so commercialized, but we know that it is. Yeah. And part of the fun is going out, looking around. And like, how, how many impulse items? You know, when you're online, there are no impulse items. You know specifically what you're there for. You go into the mall, you go into the store. Wow, I didn't even know that
11: existed. Yeah. I got to have it. Because that's how I am. Because, I mean, I usually, when I'm going out for Christmas shopping, I usually go with my friend Connor Trower. Right. And when we're there, it's always exactly what you're talking about. Because I always go in with an idea of, like, okay, like my mom has been kind of hinting about this stuff, but, you know, my sister kind of has a little bit more money than me, so she's. She's definitely going to be getting something something around that. So I, I think to myself, like, all right, well, what can I get? And you walk around and you say, like, oh, like, my mom likes this. Like, my mom likes that. Like, I remember one time, actually, I was in Home Depot. I was right. getting something for my dad because my mom said, like, get a specific, you know, a specific thing. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> your dad has been talking about this. And I was like, you know what? Like, my mom likes gardening. I can get also my mom done here and I did and I got like this Swiss Army knife of a garden utensil and, and I and I got her <laughs> I got her some extra like some extra cucumber seeds because I know that she plants cucumbers really? So I was like, yeah, like you know what like I would have never have thought that if I was researching online because then once you find it, Boom, okay, I found it. Now how can I get the best deal? Is there anything else I can go? I feel that's exactly what you're talking yeah, about. you're not um, getting the
3: impulse it. Yeah, nor like, are you
11: getting any ideas. You know, well, you're online, you're getting
3: bombarded with the advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not killing online. Online is no. very convenient if you know what you want. But then there's also got to be a blend, you know. So what? what is your blend? How much do you put online? How much do you support the stores to support the small businesses? And uh, if you want, if you have a small business, you got a good place to go to get some really good gifts. 1-800-283-101.5. Take advantage of this. Like, where do you go? Where do you shop? And where did you get the best deal? We had three days to get some incredible deals. And, uh, I mean, this is like – and the whole idea, like Black Friday, the whole concept has changed. Yeah. Because it used to be you got to be up 4 o'clock in the morning and be at that store. I I used to watch.
11: I I used to watch on the morning news just purposely – because they would show, like, oh, the Xbox just came out, and people are waiting for it. And the doors, you'd see the doors open, and people are <laughs> falling over. Yeah. Right? People are getting, like, it, there's always the story of, you know, this person got punched. And now, you know, they're extending the Black Friday. I, I think my dad, my dad went on Saturday. Right. And he actually got us a new TV. So we, we got a new TV for our uh, front like uh, I believe just, just I would say just our living room. Right. And we've had this Vizio for a long time. It's been, the, the remote's now not connected. So I'd have to get up and I, and it, it felt oh, like. you I, become the remote. Yes, I became the remote yes. where I'd be switching the HDMI so then we can go to this streaming service so then we can go to live TV on this one. So. We, my dad took advantage of it, and he came back. I mean, he was he was measuring our entertainment center, getting it ready, and he came back and he got a TV. And I mean, he he life is good. He's oh, believe me, life is life is now good. It, it, we're in the process of right now trying to learn how to do this TV. But we, if it weren't for Black Friday, I don't think do we you would. have
3: the cable? So okay. What well, do you hook the cable up? Or do you we hooked the cable up. Doing smart TV and not doing
11: the cable. So we hooked up the cable. But we tried to hook up the VCR last night because my family wanted to watch something on the VCR, and we couldn't figure it out. No matter how many things I'm reading the I'm reading the book, and the book told me like go to the um, the specific VCR uh, booklet to see if that would help. And I'm like, okay, the VCR came out, this one came out like in the early nineties. You still have a VCR? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh Okay. Yeah, and, and oh, I mean we got to hold on to it now because it's now they can go for an expensive price but are they really yes yeah vcrs yeah oh we gotta talk yeah did you know
3: vcrs go for an expensive price i had no idea vc vcrs are a thing
9: this is new to me but it kind of makes sense you know it's a bygone uh, product and if you you know rely on those parts where are you gonna get them from
3: mm-hmm. ah I didn't even think of that how much of your shopping do you do online
9: I'd say most of it is done online. There's some stuff um, that I'll go in person for, but for the most part, um, the holiday shopping is on, um, yeah, online. Did you get a good deal this weekend? Uh, no. I've I've already <laughs> I've already started. I've already started, so I didn't really rely too much on the past weekend. Did you so. get the mouse a gift? Uh, no,
3: um, he's making I'm, his list. I'm, he's checking it twice.
9: I'm waiting to hear back on its preferences because I don't want to just get it a gift card and be allowed, you know, be a lazy <laughs> gift keeper. I want to make sure I really get something nice <laughs> to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Eight thirty. <laughs> Now the lead five, weather brought to you by Parks Casino.
3: Join Dennis and Judy for an intimate comedy night at Parks Casino December 1st. Meet your favorite host. Watch them do stand-up. Tickets are extremely limited, just 20 bucks. Get them today at parkscasino.com slash comedy. Also, My Treat Truck. Honey this year's corporate holiday event. Make the party extra sweet with My Treat Truck, a mobile candy truck company that brings fun and nostalgia to any event. Visit to Reserve your date this holiday season. That's truck.com. Steve Trevelisse Alright, we had uh, today's Cyber Monday I'm bombarded with uh, things to buy on email I and also uh, we had uh, Small Business Saturday we had uh, Record Store Day we had Black Friday did you get any good deals? and did you get your Christmas tree? are you a, are you a fake Christmas tree or a real Christmas tree guy?
11: so I used to be a real tree it used to be every year, and then this year my Did family you go out with the axe over your shoulder. So it wasn't like that. Cut the me, tree down I, like a woodsman do that into I the forest. To, I used to want to do that. Want to do that? Yes. I th- well, I mean, like you, you want to be like a lumberjack. But we used to go to Home Depot, get a nice deal, and we would, you know, get a real tree. And I used to do the bit of uh, from the Christmas Story where the guy's flinging the trees, and he says, "This here is a tree," and I would slam it down, and and it would just be a fun thing. Right. But now my no. family says, "All right, a different. We're gonna get a fake tree." And at first, I was like, "You know, what what are we gonna do?" You know, I, I'm a little upset. You know, I'm used to the real tree the real you know the, the smell of the, the tree, tree yes decorating the tree so setting it into that thing with the water so oh, it could hold off but believe me you get this real tree right it's the real deal well not 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 real deal meaning real tree the fake tree is but the real deal it looks it looks good and hear me out it's not pink or anything no it had the lights on it already so it came really? in this big box and it was around six feet. I could fit in the box. I took a photo of my sister on on a Thanksgiving of her, like looking like she's in a coffin. Uh-huh. And so we pulled it out, and Season's it's in. Seasons greetings. Yeah, to. absolutely. <laughs> so we pull it out, in and it's in three sections. And you got to stand with it. So you put the stand down. You put the bottom one in. Right. And if you have it plugged in immediately, the bottom lights are on. And then you put the top on, and it's just literally just clicking and it in. That's it? Yeah, it, it's literally like clicking it in a hole. It takes seconds to put up. And then and it's up, and then it's got different, it's got a remote control, so you can switch. A tree it, with it, a remote uh, control? Yep. you don't have remote control. Oh, well, it's, it switches to, if you want white lights, you could do white lights. So you, really? You could do colored lights, you could do it where it's mixed. I'm telling you. And you don't have to put the lights on the tree. No. Throw all that stuff in the garbage. Best part is. Oh. My mom showed me this recently. She goes, check this out. Taps her foot on this little button, lights go off. She doesn't even have to, like, go, like, behind the tree, Under the tree, it. pull Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, worth it. That's it, like, amazing. How much right? was it? $500. 500 You know what? I, I, look, I know. <laughs> I'm getting the ax
3: and going back into the woods. <laughs> $500? But think of all the storage space. You get rid of all those boxes. Yeah. We have we have the decorations from the 70s that got that really? we should throw out. You know, It's been taped together. You see the commercial for this alien tape, right? Mm-hmm. You can put up those old Christmas decorations that are falling apart. We have those. Uh, I don't know, for some reason, like, uh, my wife doesn't want to throw anything away. So, throwing out Christmas decorate, you know, it's, it's all sentimental stuff and all that. Me? Oh, wait. But, I mean, like, because you got the boxes of lights, and you got to take them out and plug them in, see if they work, go out and get new lights and all that. Whereas, like, what you're talking about, just plug it in, twist, and turn on. That sounds great. It's right there.
11: Yeah. So, yes, the price. Believe me, when I heard the price, I was like, what? It pays for itself. with All the lights you're not going to buy eventually. I know. Because, believe me. We used to have this because we usually do two trees, right. I, and I say that like there's a real tree, and that's where we put the presents under. But the fake tree is right around our front, uh, and it and it looks, you know, it's a part of like our festive uh, setup. Where it's, it, it, but the tree, it's from a long time ago, and it looked fake. Well, the old uh, fake trees yeah, always look fake. It looked like they made no bones about yeah, it. Yeah, it looked like we put like turf from a high school football field on sticks, <laughs> and that was it. But now, like, because that's, that's what I was thinking it was going to look like. I was like mm. All right, like, this thing's going to look, you know, fake. Everybody's going to know. It's not going to be the smell when I come downstairs. But Does it have the smell? Do you spray so, the pine on it so it has the smell? That's what I'm thinking of doing because
3: – Go get the pine scent. Yeah. They sell that. You know, now artificial trees, according to you, are more popular than real ones. Sixty-seven point four percent of Americans say their main Christmas or holiday tree is an artificial one, while thirty-two point six opt for the real tree, according to the Rocket Home Survey. So, like, do you have the? Do you go the real tree, or are you an artificial tree person? Because, like, we do the real tree, mm-hmm. and it's a pain in the neck. You know, cause you got to get it in, you got to get it in the water, you got to set that up and all that. First and things you first, worry where, that where it's do you get gonna, the tree? Oh, we got to go find the place to get there. I get the tree usually, Hightstown Firehouse is where I get my tree. Okay. And uh, you got to get there early. My, my, neighbor, my neighbor, my friend, would buy the Christmas tree every year. Real tree with the ball underneath it, uh-huh. and then at the end of the Christmas season, go plant the tree in the backyard. See, I so they <laughs> ran out of space to put. He's got the petrified forest out in his backyard.
11: He's got a. Uh, that's that's like I, I've never heard of anything like that before, where people never... replant uh, the Christmas they, trees. Yeah, they
3: they sell the Christmas tree with the ball underneath, and then you just dig a hole and you plant the tree at the end of the at the end of the season. So, you know, depending on how long you've been doing this, is how many trees you've got.
11: See, I've got a story like that a little bit. My friend lived behind woods, and he would get a real tree, and that's where they would put the tree at the end of the season. They would they would toss it into the woods, and I remember I, I helped them out one year, and I tossed it back there with him, and I said, well, do you, do you like, how long do you see this tree there? And he goes, well there's the one from last year and he shows me <laughs> the dead tree and it, and it looks dry and it's gone. I'm like, when
1: well,
3: they take those to the beach, yeah. don't they? I mean, they take like the, they use the Christmas trees, uh, on the beach to stop the ocean water. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how they do that, but they do that. Where I am in Roosevelt, they just they take them all down to the where the water where the water plant is, and you see these stacks and stacks of trees, and then they come and they get them. All right, one What zero one point five. What is your tree preference? Is it a is it a, a real tree or a fake tree? And uh, you know where do you get it? Does it sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning. Or I certainly can't do the same things I used to do because I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Tom's River, and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. Steve Travelis is now with us. Jersey 101.5's Dennis and Judy this Thursday night at Parks Casino as they host a night of stand-up comedy. Tickets are extremely limited. Get them today at- parkscasino.com. Parks is close to New Jersey. Just off exit 6A of the Jersey Turnpike. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See you in New Jersey 101.5's Dennis and Judy at Parks this Thursday. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, it's too early, I imagine. No one has the Christmas tree up right now. No. I got to say, is anybody really... It's, it's what? Uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving... It's not even December 1st. I'm assuming nobody has their Christmas tree up right now.
11: So, all right, my family has done this before as well. Where we've got you know, we've kind of jumped the gun. Got the Christmas spirit a little too early. We got the Christmas tree right around this time one year. Right. And, I mean, you you know, when you have children, I I guess, you know, you you have to do it. Because my sister was someone... You got it up already? We we had it up. We had it up. You have it up for the weekend? Not the Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Bought the tree. There was one year we bought the tree immediately, got it, waited a couple of days, so let the tree fall, get the, you know, and then get the lights on, and then the ornaments. But... Got to keep watering the plant, you know, because well, it's, yeah, it's still alive. Yeah. And by the time we got to Christmas, it was like we had the Charlie Brown tree. It
3: was <laughs> done.
4: Like it was done. It,
11: it was, when we were taking it out, it pretty much got naked in front of us. So, so. you
3: can't. You have to know when to put it up.
11: I f- yeah. I, I feel like there's a science to it, you know, because I don't know. Does anybody put their tree up now?
3: I mean, you what what what's the what what's the time? Two weeks out? Three weeks out? Yeah. About that. Uh, a store has started doing it in September. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's the what's the right time to put the Christmas tree up? Then so we maybe, usually do it like
11: two weeks, like maybe around the fifteenth. So to me, I mean, I would probably if if you're getting a real tree out there, yeah. I would suggest not this week. I'd probably say around December seventh. You know, start looking for trees. Yeah, the prices may have gone up, but these trees that they're there. So you know, they only last so long. They only last for so long because there's – I mean, there's a place that I pass I didn't by. I know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you look at them because I – you know, because I – it's all about when you're going for the real Christmas tree, my dad always, you know, you got to go for the bargain, and it, you, you got to go for a big, full-size tree, you know, because you, you got to... We only have so much room in the house. Oh, be. believe me, yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying, you know, we're getting, you know, like a, you know, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or, or a Rockefeller Center-esque, you know, very big tree. It's all about, mm. you know, you got to find the perfect tree, meaning, you know, is it good enough? You know, is it the right size? And all about, all about the price. So... You know, I, I I can understand why because when it's in November, you know, you really gotta you gotta really take care of it. It's kind of becoming like a pet almost because you. It's becoming like a pet. Well, I mean, <laughs> My like pet tree, right? You got you, you gotta wait it out for a month, and then you're gonna you know puts put some toll on the thing because you, know, you get to put the lights on, mm-hmm. and then you gotta put because. My family, we got some heavy, heavy ornaments. Well, I got now. The,
3: you just put the lights on. I mean, you know. You oh, just, believe me, yeah. And you got it all done. You got the five hundred dollar tree. I mean, you're, and you're done.
11: Oh, Merry Christmas! Oh, I got a relax. That's, but that's that's how we're feeling now. I, I mean, they bought it. My family bought the uh, Christmas tree very early, and Well it's fake, so you can leave it up yeah. all year. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not one of those you people. Do that. No way. I, I knew someone in high school. Some people school,
3: decorate the house all year, and they'll, they'll leave the lights on, and they just keep them off, and then turn them on.
11: You'll like this. I knew someone in high school kept their Christmas tree up until Valentine's Day.
3: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Real tree, too. Real? Why How do you, you
1: do, do it? Do, yeah.
11: Didn't it just turn to dust? <laughs> Were you afraid to light, light a match in the house? I, I would be... Terrified because I mean, like, it it, shouldn't be dead by then. Like you would think, dead and stagnant. All right, one eight hundred two eight three
3: one zero one point five is the number. Uh, Genesis revisited coming to the State Theater next Tuesday night. Steve Hackett plays guitar, and he's going to be calling us in about fifteen minutes.
0: Reliable, ready, real. New Jersey one zero one point five. WKXW Trenton. WKXWH. 1-800-283-101.5,
3: 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelyse. Go to nj1015.com, check out Steve Trevelyse's page, why the Giants are the perfect place for Odell Beckham Jr. The Motown Mansion is up for sale. Stevie Wonder played there, Mariah Carey sang there, and David Portnoy's Pizza Reviews, all the ones that got, plus seven, are all there for you to check out right now, what an incredible show we have coming to the State Theater. Uh, It's going to be Steve Hackett, lead guitarist for Genesis from 1970 to 77. His last album with the band was the live Seconds Out, which he will be performing at the State Theater on December the 6th. For tickets, you go to stnj.org. And he joins us now, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Steve Hackett. Thanks so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to talk to you.
13: Steve, how
3: are you doing? I'm doing great. Steve, you're in Montreal, Canada, calling in. Tell us about the show.
13: Yeah, well, we're doing the whole of Seconds Out, uh, which originally was my my last album with Genesis in '77. But of course, it covers so many albums after um, that date. So uh, we have a new drummer with us this time, and it's Nick De Virgilio. Right. I look forward to working with him. We've just been rehearsing with him in Montreal the last couple of days. We do our first show with him tomorrow, uh, but it's going very well. He plays amazingly well, and uh, the band are in. Fine form. It's been going very, 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 very well. Looking forward to doing some more dates with everybody.
3: That's fantastic, and you get great response, right? Bringing back the old Genesis memories. What are your best Genesis memories?
13: Well, I think of it as a, as, a, as a time of you know classic Genesis that originally involved. Peter Gabriel. We we were a, a five piece from '71 until '75 um, with 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 Pete, and then I, I was around for two more albums with the band and the live album. Uh, so we were a four piece at that point, and then of course Genesis became a three piece, um, uh, and that you know that it, it kind of marked a change in in the music um, for them. It it became popular uh, whereas I think earlier on we did music that engaged musicians; it was um, more experimental, I think, and mm-hmm. romantic in a different kind of way, in a, in a pre um, MTV-inspired era, where um, you know we weren't doing music that was. Um, uh, let's put it this way: people started to make albums that sounded more like they were collections of potential hit singles and then you had the idea of what albums offered was kind of thrown away at that point. So it was it was throwing away a certain amount of ideas, a bit like the baby was being thrown away with the bathwater. Uh, whereas when I joined up with Genesis and the stuff that I was really interested in was, was albums-based stuff. So um, I, I I thrilled to what albums could do from from the mid-60s through to um, the 70s in, in, in that sort of pre-video era. The songs themselves had to be very visual and they were very storyteller-based and they were journeying songs and sometimes they were very long and very un-radio or TV-friendly, but they, you know, had their adherence fans who liked the fact that they could lose themselves in these longer musical workouts
1: What a
3: great way to put it, you know, because you, when you were with Genesis, the genesis of your era, you know, 70 to 77, music, it was a blank canvas and music had to tell the story, like you said, and you so well, you know, so beautifully told the story through the music without relying on the singles or having the pressure to put out a single, but to just go out and explore what was in your head, what was in your heart, and you put that on the album. And, uh, you know, you got, we're kind of you must have got great satisfaction to be able to do that. You were breaking ground every time you put out an
1: album.
13: I think that, that yeah, funnily enough, um, I, I was talking to um, um, a, a friend about this this recently, um, uh, a, a New York DJ, and he was saying something about the Beatles and, uh, and the era of certain British bands who felt not just the need to... Um, top what other people were doing, but to be able to um, top what you were actually doing yourself. Right. um, Always, not just bring another rabbit out of the hat, but to try and uh, go further. Each time. So, um, when I originally teamed up with Genesis in, in 1971, and I know this sounds like you know a, a thousand years ago for, for, for many of your listeners, but um, it, it it was a different time, and and John Lennon got very interested in in Genesis and and said. Famously, that he considered us to be sons of the Beatles, true sons of the Beatles. And uh, um, I was hugely impressed to receive that compliment from someone who'd been, you know, well...
3: Absolutely.
13: Let, 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 let's put it this way. There, there, there is no greater musical brain than, than, than Lennon's, the stuff that, uh-huh. that I- they did. I think you know in that area that that era from 66 through to the end the end of, the, of, of that band as we know it you know by the time 1970 had happened they were doing extraordinary stuff the blueprint for not just psychedelia and world music but also um, progressive stuff and I know we, we mentioned this this word storyteller rather a lot mm-hmm. but the Beatles were able to do that. Um, in a way that that was awe-inspiring to be able to tell the story of the end of an old woman's life and do it in less than two and a half minutes. Wow! Yeah, that,
1: yeah. That was,
13: that was the challenge. So we were always trying to get narrative into 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 song, and I, and I think a lot of those those Genesis tunes from that early early era, you know, had that. Aspect you you had to get the point across, and if it was social comment, get that across. If it was delving into sci-fi, to get that across as well, and um, y- you weren't making singles, you you were maybe sometimes you were firing over the heads of, of 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 the audience, but there were people who got it.
1: Yeah,
3: and those that got it kept coming back. Have you uh, been in touch with any of the original members?
13: Uh, yeah, from time to time, and I think the last one I spoke to was Peter Gabriel, as we share. You know, our, our birthdays are literally less than 24 hours apart. Uh-huh. I was talking to him recently, and he was saying he was working on m- new material, and subsequently he's, he's going out touring, and so it's been, it've been a lot of years in between.
1: There have been
3: attempts to get you guys back together uh, earlier this year, as a matter of fact. Is it ever going to
1: happen?
13: Uh, you know my, my take on this is is that um, the last time we tried to put something together um, was early in in, in two thousand five and and all sorts of things were were talked about and I said, well call me if you need me um, but i I think that um, sensibilities change of what what is the band all about you know at that time um, it was a very different kind of um, yeah. I mean, I, I was trying to do music with the band that that, that was, you know, very uh, atmospheric and virtuosic, and I, I suspect that the, the direction it headed in was much more simple and 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 direct and and um, less musical detail or less need for guitar workouts and 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 all the rest. So I, I'm not sure that'll ever happen, uh, but. Bands who felt disenfranchised by the future direction that the band took um, I'd like to say that you know i'm I'm trying to preserve the legacy of, uh, of what we did then and um, I think it's really um, amazingly well written music from a team of five writers who were all you know it was like all in wrestling sometimes in those rehearsal sessions but, um, <laughs>
3: that's how the creativity comes Steve Hackett lead guitarist from Nobody Genesis dies.
13: Nobody dies but it was um, it was it was very creative and it was very passionate and uh, and it produced some extraordinary stuff so
3: and we're going to get to hear it December 6th at the State Theater for tickets you go to stnj.org Steve Hackett man what a pleasure to speak with you best of luck with the show
13: Lovely
3: talking to you as well, Steve. All the best to you. Thank you. Thank you. One right, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Hackett, former lead guitarist from Genesis, coming to the State Theater on Saturday. I'm sorry, on Tuesday, December sixth. For tickets, you go to stnj.org. Here's fast traffic. 101.5, season's Eatings from New Jersey 101.5. Make it your most delicious holiday ever with a free $100 gift card to Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app to win. Then get ready for a free holiday feast with a $100 Tuscany Specialty Foods gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Tuscany Specialty Foods and Catering in Marlboro, and Free and Freehold. Good luck in season. Eatings from New Jersey. A 101.5, Steve Trevelace. How about that? Steve Hackett was the lead guitarist from Genesis. Uh, he left the band in 77, and uh, then they started doing commercial uh, records. Excuse me. I had to sneeze there. <laughs> I had to wait for the sneeze. So This is the pregnant pause to get everybody leaning into the radio going, what? Uh, but this is back when the band was doing like a 1st or 5th, The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, in 77. And then there were three, and it was Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, Tony Banks. And that's when Follow You, Follow Me. And they became more of a top 40 band. Uh, Steve Hackett was the lead guitarist when Genesis... Some will say, when Genesis was Genesis. and Peter Gabriel was singing. I wanted to... Like, if I had more time, I would have said, you know, give me a Peter Gabriel story, because he's got tons of Peter Gabriel stories. And Peter Gabriel's working on a new album... And you know the key word here is album. You know, uh, Friday was National Record Store Day, uh, where in, in support of the albums, Record Store Day on Black Friday. It's a tradition, and the albums. Now the vinyl's starting to make it come, make a comeback. But albums, the way we knew them, I don't know, are they a thing of the past? Do bands consider recording? albums anymore or the idea of a concept album you know like i was saying to uh Steve Hackett, they had a blank slate and he was saying about the Beatles you know, you could get a whole story in two and a half minutes, and their challenge was to, you know, tell the whole thing through music, without the video where you completely immersed yourself into the album you got the album, you brought it home, you you stuck your thumbnail, trying to go through the cellophane, to open it you took it out, the, the smell of the new album, the picture on the album the liner notes sometimes it's a book sometimes it'd be something else in there like a poster but it was an experience to get the new album and you couldn't wait to get it home and play it you put it on your turntable and you listened and you closed your eyes and you absorbed the entire album and in that era Seven, you know, in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, when um, bands got deeper and deeper into albums, rock albums. Um, and there was a concept to it, and it all kind of fit. Now, the way we experience music is different. You know, now people don't have the time to do dive into an album because you dive into the album but you got your phone open and you check checking your text and you check checking your instagram and you checking facebook you're checking this you're checking that uh you're never really out of touch the video was important you don't experience the music purely for the music although the beatles you can make the same case that everybody knew what they looked like you could imagine them singing and they were overexposed before they yeah as they got deeper and deeper in more so, I mean, you see the Beatles on uh, the uh, Get Back, you know, video. And you see how hard they work and how creative they were. And you listen to Genesis, you know, who John Lennon said, you know, they could have been the sons of the Beatles. And that was the direction they were going in. So on, you know, in honor of Record Store Day, if I asked you, you know, two things. What do you, what's your Mount Rushmore of albums? Like your four favorite albums. It's very hard to say what's your favorite album. Your favorite album changes all the time. But if you had to pick a Mount Rushmore of albums, and not the idea, I'm not asking you what the greatest albums ever made were. There's differing opinions on that. Your personal favorite four albums. And I'm also going to ask you what are you listening to an album now? And what album are you listening to now? Because you know, as the years go by, your taste change. You discover new music, you go back and listen to old music. Sometimes an album, you know, that you really didn't give much thought to jumps up and grabs you. With so many music services that we have now that you can, you know, you have so much more coming at you. And you're like, Well, oh, I forgot about that. Well, let me go check that out. Maybe you got a song in your head for a couple of days. And you go back and you listen to the album. It happens to me all the time. It happens to me all the time. I was uh, driving home with i and listening to uh, 60s. was in a 60s goal, my friend Dave Heffel. And uh, they play Elvis, uh, If I Could Dream. And I never heard the song before, believe it or not. And this was the song they played at the end of the uh, the 68 special, the comeback special. And the beginning of that special was so huge. With the leather jacket and the guitar and all that, you know, and the playing with the guys around him. And it was basically what brought him back into the focal, you know, into the lexicon after being out for so long. And he ends with this song. And it's a kind of a gospel listen, go 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 grab Elvis if I could dream. And what's Amazing about it to me was that every time Elvis would do this kind of stuff, they'd be like a huge applause and a big crescendo from the band and everything, and you know, and, ah, man, you know, uh, uh-uh. uh, he finishes the song. And he just looks at the audience very quietly. Thank you very much. Walks off stage. It's like wow, that man. Now if they didn't run any crawl or any music after that. That would have been huge. I don't know. I didn't see the original, but if I said to you. What are your four favorite albums, your Mount Rushmore of albums? What would you have for me? And also, what's the album you're listening to right now? 1-800-283-101.5. You're an album guy.
9: Uh, yeah, yeah, I am, of course. Mount Rushmore of albums. Uh, that's tough. i probably have to go uh, the original Led Zeppelin. First their, one. Their Zeppelin first won. album. A yeah, Zeppelin 1. Um, the White Album. Okay. Um, by the Beatles. Um, probably Dirt by Alice in Chains. Okay. And um, Justice for All by Metallica. Nice. That's probably Good. my top four. Now, what's
3: the one you're listening to now? Like, Is there an album you're listening to right now?
9: Uh, what I'm listening, I'm listening to Jethro Tull's Greatest Hits right now.
3: Nice! Yeah. All right. With, uh, Rock and Roll, uh, Too Old to Rock and Roll, Too Young to Die. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. That teacher, great one. He's going to, he and Anderson will go down in history as a genius. And you could take Aqualung and make a movie out of it.
9: I mean, there, I just find them to be so underrated, and I can't imagine, uh, a band would rock as hard with a flute. Yeah, but they do. They make it work. It sounds amazing. I just love their music. And he had a great sense of humor too. Yeah, it's nine thirty. Now the latest New Jersey. Why? You
3: know, part of this to you is that they have to get you quickly because, like you know, back in the day, again, we didn't have remote control. You know, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna put the album on, sit down and listen to it. You sat down and you listened to it, you know, and maybe you had a little, you know, a little something to help you enjoy it. But you really, you know, you got your head into it. Today, if they don't get you in ten seconds, you got the remote. You're changing the channel. You're out.
0: Definitely. You are so right. And you know what else is funny, Steve? What's that? Remember when uh, "Light My Fire" by the Doors? Right. Remember they
5: had two versions, they had the the short version and the long version.
3: Oh that's to get radio play.
5: We yeah, we used to run around. They're playing the long version. Exactly.
3: Man. Yeah, exactly. At night. At night and on FM they would play the long version. But you know, but again it was the same thing, you know, just how we experienced it. And you could re- I, it's so good now like to drive and have the music on. And because because all you can do is drive and listen. So you are now completely listening and you're hearing all the work they put in like those Genesis albums, Passion Play by Jethro Tull, you know, where it was a the whole album was a blank slate and they had to paint through the music, and you could only—you didn't get the video. All you had to do was close your eyes and experience what they were putting on that
0: record.
5: Steve, did we live in the best time of music? We
0: did,
8: brother.
3: We still are, because we have it. And you know what? The great thing about that, like Paul McCartney once said, you go to a museum and you see an old book. It's yellow, it's under glass. Beatles are always going to be fresh and new because of technology. And, you know, like, we didn't realize... You know, that they, that the music would someday fade, I want to say fade, but change. And that, you know, Bruce Springsteen was, and the Howard Stern interview with Bruce Springsteen, it's on HBO, it's fantastic. He says, Bruce says, you know, from from 1967 to 1985, that was the era. If you had a guitar, you could make music, you can do something. And that's about, 85 was when it all started to change. But from 67 to 85, from the 85 that's when the music was relevant.
0: Oh, man. I, and I'm glad I was there, man. I, I, I'm telling
12: you, brother.
3: Yeah, and we're still there. And we still get to live it. You, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. National Record Store Day was last Friday. Give me your four favorite albums. Your Mount Rushmore. doesn't have to be the greatest albums ever made. The ones that appeal to you. And uh, what's the album you're listening to now? doesn't have to be one of those. You never lose your love for music. 1-800-283-101.5. We'll Dennis and Judy. We're in New Jersey. See, is in New Jersey 101.5, collects teddy bears for the New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears. You can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear to hug. Find your closest bear drop off location or buy a bear online. Visit our app or NJ1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, All American Auto Group, Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage, and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give the gift. We have a child, a feel-better bear, and thanks from all of us. And New Jersey, 101.5, asking the musical question, since Steve Hackett was on and Genesis is coming to the State Theater, uh, Genesis revisited doing the uh, Seconds Out album on December the 6th. Let's talk to Maggie in Bucks County. Maggie, give me your Mount Rushmore of albums.
7: Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good.
3: How you doing?
7: I'm great. Um, You made me think long and hard about what my favorite albums are. My first one um, is The Eagles Hotel California.
3: Nice. Nice.
7: My my second one is Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road.
3: Ooh, that's another good one.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. My next one is Boss Gags, Silk Degrees. Okay. And just to throw you for a little loop. My fourth favorite album is Taylor Swift.
3: Taylor Swift. Eh? Okay, You got to get something current in there, right? Well, Because um, all those uh, other albums were before your time. So you need something that's more age-appropriate for you.
7: No. Um, boss Gags Silk Degrees was when I was like high school. Right. Hotel California when I was a little bit younger. Right. Um, and I have a 27-year-old and a 29-year-old, and my 27-year-old is obsessed. With Taylor Swift, so therefore I am, and we were just lucky enough that we got Taylor Swift tickets. You got tickets? She got tickets.
3: Good for you. Good for you. Man, you know what? That's a great mix, though. The Eagles, you know, Hotel California was when they changed their sound. Right? Because they had been, you know, more guitar in the early, and they, they kind of got a little deeper with Hotel California. Silk Degrees is like Lido Shuffle, Lowdown, you know, all that great Boss Gag stuff. What can I say? And then you go to uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. That's a double album. Probably Elton John's, one of Elton John's best albums, if not the best album.
7: And my husband and I saw Elton John and Billy Joel um, at, um, what it used to be called Veterans Stadium. Uh-huh. And it was just such a wonderful, fabulous, like, you can't say enough good things about it, right?
3: He's such a great guy, Ellen John. You know, he helped Billy Joel. He got John Lennon and Yoko back together. He sang with everybody. And that concert with Billy Joel where they're both on pianos and they're singing each other's stuff and they harmonize. What an incredible show that was.
7: Oh, it was just, so it was, You know, like, you can't say that you've been to a better concert.
3: What album are you listening to now?
7: Um, Well, my husband and I, you'll laugh. There's a TV station. Well, I guess it's like a cable channel um, in Philadelphia that um, is always doing, like, concerts. And um, we just saw the Eagles, and they were in Australia, like, they're... Uh, farewell concert. So we just started to listen to that
3: again. You know what? I saw the Eagles about 10 years ago in in Wells Wells Fargo. And Maggie, they sound, and this is like maybe like uh, Fry's last tour, they sounded so much, they were the most incredible live concert I'd ever seen because they sounded just like the record. And when they did, they did so much new stuff. When they did Take It to the Limit, in the middle of a new set, it actually sounded old. They were that good. Oh. Incredible. Maggie, thanks for the call. to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew's in Flemington. Andrew, give me your Mount Rushmore.
5: Hey, man. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, my man. Same here. So, we got four, man. It's, it's hard to remember all the four when you're out of your mind. That's okay. But, uh, hey, man, you remember Super Tramp? Breakfast right in America.
3: Right, that's a good one. Okay, logical song.
5: Sure, there's a few of them on here. Three or four that
3: made it to the radio. By stranger, take the long way home. Take that's the long point. way home. All right, give me another one. Uh, Led Zeppelin, double album, Physical Graffiti. Good one. Good one. Trampled foot. Give me another one. Hmm.
5: We got uh, Jimi Hendrix. I think it was called. Have you ever been experienced? Are, or you, are you experienced? experienced.
3: Are you experienced? Okay,
5: great one. And give me another one, Stevie Stevie Ray Vaughan from Austin, Texas, or Texas. Uh-huh. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble couldn't stand the weather. Wow! I got a recycle. I got to recycle quick. Mitch Hedberg for you, if you like it. Really, really fast. I got to hit the news. Yeah, you know, the other day, Steve, I, I had a club sandwich. Uh-huh. Delicious. A club sandwich. Yes. I don't know how I got away with it. I'm not even a member. Oh,
0: look at this. Jersey Radio. What a pleasure to speak with you. New Jersey 101.5. WKXW
5: Trenton. WKXW HD. And when that
3: Monday night in New Jersey, Steve Trouble East. my producer par excellence, Rob Brown, joins me. How you doing? Hanging out. Pretty good. Like we just met for the first time after spending a day on the phone and working this thing together. Uh, so, nj1015.com, you got to go check out the, uh, uh, the Motown. The Motown Motel. The Motown Motel is up for sale. Stevie Wonder played the piano. Mariah Carey sang, it could be yours. You could own the piano that Stevie Wonder played if you negotiated in the price. It's a beautiful house. I saw it. You posted it. Yeah. Uh, and also, Odell Beckham Jr. I, I I make the case why the Giants are his best choice. Uh, I know he's a bit wacky. Who isn't? Uh, I know he... he, uh, Did he get thrown off the plane? He was asked to leave the plane. They had to bring the plane back. Uh, The lawyer gives you one story which makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Airlines don't go to that much trouble. But they bring the plane back in, make passengers wait for hours, possibly delaying, you know, uh, connector flights and Mm -hmm. stuff, to get Odell off the plane. But they got Odell off the plane. And... Uh, it was a pu- you know it was a public scene and there's all kinds of video of him getting taken off, and uh, also there's another story here uh, uh, that's on nj1015.com by Lauren Snap, uh, an anonymous Waffle House employee has gone viral after allegedly uh, throwing an unruly customer out head over heels. His behavior resulted in them being kicked to the curb like a sack of potatoes. A Waffle House patron witnessed and filmed the messy moment... Followed the customer, A fellow customer was physically carried upside-down to us out of the restaurant by an employee. And the witness shared the footage of the dramatic departure on their TikTok account. In the video, the Waffle House employee can be seen wrangling a woman with bare feet, holding her upside-down. He opens the door to the restaurant, carries her out as another customer shouts, Bye-bye, white girl. It's <laughs> unclear uh, what the customer got thrown out of the restaurant did to earn herself such an unceremonious exit but uh how does it
11: escalate to that i don't know I, I don't know bye, bye, I, white you're girl. not
3: worried about getting thrown at it or you're not worried about losing your job when you're actually posting it on tiktok i guess not and cause... imagine like being in the airport and there's odell oh my god it's odell beckham jr next thing you know the cops are coming <laughs> security's coming and they are walking him out of the plane uh, so I'm kind of wondering, have you ever seen anyone, uh, have you ever witnessed, have you ever seen a, a, anyone get thrown out of someplace or just go crazy in public? Have you ever seen anyone lose it in public? It's gotta be uncomfortable. Have you ever lost it in public? You know, here you are, you're in a situation, you're, you're upset, you're losing your temper, uh, and, uh, everyone around you is watching you got to be careful now the cameras are out so anything and everything you do today right you can't do anything because it's all it's somebody's either somebody's recording it security is picking it up there there's no more room for lying anymore no way but have you ever been in a situation you know have you ever seen someone lose it in public or get thrown out of someplace in public
11: I got a story for you Give so, me your story Florida 2014 my family we go down to Disney or Universal, right? And this one's specifically in Universal, Harry Potter World. They've got this ride called Dueling Dragons. It's a it's a big ride that does loops the whole nine yards. My family waited for an hour for it, and all of a sudden, I, I back then I, I used to be really nervous to get on roller coasters, right? So my dad, he's talking to me. We're doing all right, and usually you're strapped in and you go. This time, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting turns out there was a couple in the front row and they were a little too heavy to get on the ride and they said to him i'm sorry but one of you has to go and they're getting into an argument (sighs) as as they're sitting there yeah because the husband goes all right honey get off (laughs) And she was like, and she be said, All me. right, honey, the couch. <laughs> Alright, you gotta be kidding me. Like she, she was like, well, come on, like I we can get on this ride. We can do it. We've done other rides here. And they were like, I, I'm sorry, but like we we can't have you both in the front row. Oh and my God. it got to, and, and I mean, I'm I am i I'm starting to shake. I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden you see, finally the wife got up and left because they were finally like, okay, like Look, we've got like an hour uh, wait. Like you he either gotta get up or we gotta or get security out. We here. gotta get security out here. And that's what happened. She finally got up and left. And, wow. the, and the husband rode the ride. Rode
3: the ride and, and rode the couch. He
11: went home and he slept on the
3: couch. One eight hundred two eighty three one oh one point five. Have you ever seen have you ever seen someone lose it in public? Ever been someplace where somebody feels like, you know, they're getting the raw end of the deal and they let you know? 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your story. Yeah, it's got, is it? got. Did it make you uncomfortable? Did it make you want to film? Or uh, did it make you want to laugh? You see it all the time in clubs. You see it all the time in public places. You know, imagine this. You're in the Waffle House eating and next thing you know, somebody's getting taken out upside down. Or you're in the airport, and that had to be a real... Because people were getting upset with Odell. You know, tweeting, it's not cool, man, to make us wait an hour. As, you know, for one thing, it's, you know, you want to be, you are know, Odell, and you, you know, and and he, he always seems to be the center of attention. huh. You know, the whole Thanksgiving game between the Giants and the Cowboys, the most watched game in the history of professional football. Uh, and it's all about Odell and which team he's going to choose.
11: Well, that's who he is. You know, Odell is a very big... Like, pretty much of a celebrity, like, as well as an athlete. And I, I really got to think, like, does this become something of, you know, controversy? Are, like, are, are people oh, yeah. upset? Like, oh, you know, I don't want him on my team. Yeah, but you I'll know something what? Something like that, but. Art Stapleton.
3: Uh, is a writer for the Bergen record, uh-huh. and he tweets out, Odell Beckham Jr.'s reps have done a masterful job, absolutely masterful, creating a market in the eyes of the public for a 30-year-old wide receiver who tore his ACL in February, free agent visits, players falling all over themselves on social media, just masterful, because he can do that. But one 800 Have you ever witnessed someone losing it in public? Freaking out, arguing, starting a fight, yelling, screaming, whatever, and uh, security had to come and take that person away. What happened, you know? And uh, what did you do while it happened? Did you whip out the old camera? Did you start filming it, or did you? Uh, were you trying to just blend in, or were you? Uh, you know, were you uh, part of the group that was watching? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I'll
11: tell you another story. So I was at a club with my friends in college. And it's actually right nearby. It's a Cooper's Co- Cooper's Review, right? And it's right near Trend uh, Trend Thunder. And it was my first time going, and. My one friend, he tells me, oh, "You got to get on the dance floor. You got to get on the dance floor." And and I'm dancing with him, of course. I, I love You're having a good time. Dancing with the guy friend? No, no. For, okay, or don't don't, just, don't put it that You just said
3: I'm but dancing I'm, with him, of course. Well, yeah,
11: because like we're, we're trying It's it's my big. Uh, trying try to understand the stage? Yeah, scene. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, what is everybody doing here? You see a stage, hmm. and and the girls are only allowed on stage. So I'm like, all right, I can't go on there. And then my one friend goes. I want to crowd surf. And I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. You're a light guy. You know, I I, I can get a couple of buddies and we can lift you up in the air. So that's what we did. All right. All of a sudden, yep. Just gets yanked out, carried out. Just like that. Yeah.
3: Security don't mess around. No way. All right. One eighty done 283 1015 You ever seen anyone lose it in public? Here's fast traffic. brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan that could pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care? See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-VETERANS. Steve Trevelis. All right, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, on a plane from Miami has to uh, leave the plane. Uh, said he was unresponsive. It was a whole thing. They had to bring the plane back uh, to uh, get him off. Like an hour was lost. It was all. Uh, it, it was a whole thing. The lawyer has a completely different uh, uh, explanation. Of course, the lawyer wasn't there, and uh, there was customers uh, the uh, plane. Customers taking video of Odell walking. He seemed to be rather in control. Uh, but regardless of that, have you ever? seen someone lose it in public. You know, have you ever seen someone lose it in public? What's the most unruly behavior you have ever witnessed, either on a plane or anywhere? Because you know what? On a plane, you're so closed in. And I hate flying to begin with. If I never had to get on a plane again, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. Really? Oh, I can't stand it. it. It's just like the problem with airline travel, it just takes a day. It takes a complete day out of your life. You're on vacation, a day to fly, because you got to wait the two hours, get, get to the airport an hour earlier, go through all the process, however many hours the plane is, then another hour to get away from the airport to where you got to go, and then you're completely wiped out. Welcome to the first day of your vacation.
11: I've done that before. My family and I woke up at 3 a.m., took a flight to Florida. This was in like 2018, and... I think it was like – I think we got in Florida around like 10, 11, and we were in Animal Kingdom by like noon. And we stayed there until the very end. It was a long, one eye long open. day. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean,
3: because you, you just – it just takes all the – and it's so boring. and It's uncomfortable to be on the plane. I mean, the whole thing. Uh, I was on uh, – I went to Europe. And that was nice. We did British Airways or Virgin Atlantic or whatever. Yeah. But they had business class. And they put you in these seats that were like not so much seats but individual stations. Really? And each station had the seat turned into a bed if you wanted it to. And you would hit a button. The seat would recline and just turn into a little bed. And to your right was a little television that you could just lay down, watch them move, and they would bring you whatever you wanted. Wow. Do you have it to stay strapped
11: coolest.
3: in? Uh, well, you have a seatbelt on, okay. yeah. But why not? You know. But, I mean, you are. it's not like you know, you're know you sitting there with six inches of leg room and a little recline <laughs> that goes like no. this. No, you are. And the, the bottom comes up and the seat goes back. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. I didn't want to get off the plane.
11: And they're bringing you food and everything. It so, was pretty cool. So have you heard the time where Mike Tyson... Beat up someone on an airplane? No. Okay, so this happened in April, of this year. Yes. Get out. Yeah. No, like, well, I'm not going to leave because I got to tell you the story. Oh yeah, right here. Before you get out, tell the story. (laughs) Exactly. So what happened was, so a guy, Mike Tyson, was taking a public flight, JetBlue, and the guy behind him was incredible. Mike Tyson's on JetBlue? Yeah. I don't loan the money. I, I <laughs> know, I, I thought he was making money, like he was making yeah. money again.
3: Well, maybe that's why he's got his money, he takes JetBlue. <laughs> so, I know,
11: JetBlue is, uh but that's a whole different Cheaper. story. So, the guy behind him is intoxicated, trash-talking him, trash-talking him. And, you know, Mike is a little bit more cooled out now. But, this guy throws a water bottle at Mike. What? Yeah. Throws no a water was bottle at him. Uh, pretty... How suicidal was this Pretty. Guy? I don't know, but you can see the photos because people get a video and Mike gets up, starts swinging at the guy. The Mike. guy's busted open. I'm seeing from the... The guy's busted open? Yeah, of course he's, he's busted open. He's bleeding. Open. I, to me, why would you ever do this? And the good thing is Mike actually got up and left himself. So I think the plane must have not have taken off yet or the plane has just so landed. So Mike hit him
3: and then left. Yeah. And what happened to Mike? Nothing, right? Nothing really. No. And what happened to the guy? Yeah, the guy got, He's got arrested. A story to tell. Yeah, the guy got arrested. Yeah. Mike, could you sign my my bloody face, <laughs> Mike? Before you go, take this sharpie. Would you sign my bloody face so I could tell everybody that you did this?
11: But well, you you see him clearly in this because uh, I'm looking at on uh, TMZ mm. and you, he's got a frowny face and he is cut up in multiple places. I would never mess with Mike Tyson. And what was my well, what
3: <laughs> was I, I, was Mike cool about it at the end of it? Was he a uh, irate or was I he mean, just he was like pro- All right. he I did like, what I had to do and now I'm leaving the plane?
11: Yeah, uh, he, he looked frustrated I will because go I go to mean, People's
3: Express. <laughs>
11: <laughs> I will, I will I think, go to Frontier. <laughs> He was going to uh, San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah. Because the San Francisco Police Department was talking about it. But uh, I would never, like, want to get into an altercation or anything on a plane because for me... It was just too close. Just like you said, it's, it's too close. And, you know, usually, I mean good thing for technology cuz now i remember a, a huge thing people used to say was you know if you get stuck next to someone who talks the entire time then you're you're screwed so i mean i i would never i would never do that the last time i was on a plane the person next to me and it was a red eye cuz i was coming from las vegas back to uh, philadelphia and it was a red eye and i couldn't sleep because the person who was sleeping next to me was Leaned over on me, and you don't have really any You're room. Gotta push him back. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I I wouldn't hear the end of it. the <laughs> <laughs> per- are you it, the person? No, it, it oh. was a, it was a student with me, and, oh. and I, I mean, I, I, we were on good terms then, meaning you know we, we had we had a good time, and, and I, I don't want to ruin it, being like, oh come on, like, cause get off, me. get off me, because everybody else the lights were off, it was quiet. And I, I did, you couldn't connect to and the Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. I tried my best, but I couldn't. But anyway, you know, I, ne- I never got, never get on a, f- I fight a flight. I got into an altercation.
3: Not, I, I was freaked out because they were. Now, this is back in, God, '87. Mm-hmm. And it was me and my friend's brother who were flying out to uh, see my friend in Pittsburgh. And they wouldn't let us on the plane. It was one of those deals where they overbooked. And anybody who wanted to get, you know, anybody yep. who wanted to get off, you know, they'd give you round trip. So, apparently, we got, you know, taken off the plane. Like we weren't allowed to book. And, no, that's what, it, no, they overbooked, and we, we were too late or whatever. I forget what, but I start freaking out. Yelling, screaming, going nuts, and they go get security. <gasps> and the guy from security... Turned out to be a guy who worked with a great adventure. Really? (laughs) And I'm like, I am not getting off this. (laughs) (laughs) Trev, Steve. (laughs) And he gave us each two round-trip tickets. All right. and And the guy's brother to go anywhere in the country. So we took the tickets to Pittsburgh. And we gave them to uh, my friend, Joey, so that he'd be, his, he was divorced and his kids were in Florida. Uh-huh. So we gave him the tickets so that he could go see his kids in Florida twice. <laughs> but it turned out, I didn't really, you know, because, you know, I didn't, we they're taking, you have no choice. You know, you're, you're going to have to wait for the next flight. You're uh-huh. being bumped. That's what it was. We were bumped. I don't want to be bumped. Do you ever see anyone losing in public?
9: Um, yeah, yeah, uh, several times. I, I used to live in New York City for about 10 years, so I saw my fair share, especially waiting for the subway. Oh, That's where man. I saw most of them. Anybody yeah. get
3: pushed under the train?
9: I never saw anyone got, uh, get pushed on a train, but I saw a group of ladies, I don't know if they were losing their mind, they started running down the track. Wow. That was one of the most crazy things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever catch the trash? We're trying to catch the they <laughs> caught a twain. that caught a twain. Then you won.
3: Now the latest New Jersey 3, three 101.5, oh, one Steve Trevilleese. Go to NJ1015.com. I thoughts on why Odell Beckham should be a New York giant. And uh, the Motown ho- the Motown Mansion, not the Motown Hotel, the Motown Mansion that's available in New Jersey. And uh, David Portnoy's Pizza Reviews in New Jersey. They got seven-plus ratings. If you're going to go for pizza that Portnoy liked, or at least that Portnoy reviewed, you should go to where the best ones are. And I've got them all down there and listed for you. Nice, nice. All right, Rob Brown, you ready? Oh, absolutely. Let's dare it.
9: I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and lines. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks, for mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on
3: out here?
11: An often asked question. All right, here we go. The largest ever real estate project in East Orange is going to have 820 rental units. It's going to be a project that's going to be $500 million. It's also going to have... 200,000 square feet of retail, restaurant, and commercial space, as well as public plaza and a 1,200-space parking garage. Nice. Now, I bring this up because all I'm seeing now is places, and I mean anywhere, are becoming like apartment buildings. I see this all over in my hometown. Hear this. There used to be a car wash place I used to go on Rahway Avenue in Westfield, New Jersey. Right. Very nice. You go there. It was a nice they wash. wash your car. Wash your car. Sometimes my... Dry. Oh, it was good. Tip the guy. Uh, you know, Does sometimes. Does the windows. So, my friend... That my, black thing on the tires to make it go. Yeah. yeah, and you could also get, like, cool magnets if you say, like, oh, yeah, that that fell off my car. That
3: thing that hangs from the mirror that makes the car smell like pine. Yeah.
11: Gets destroyed becomes a apartment building. Now, where it is in rawway Avenue, it's not a good place for any type of parking or any type of apartment building at all because there wasn't any space for parking. So you have to take a real sharp turn to get into this apartment place. And does it have its own parking in the place? It's so the, you have to drive into the parking, and the apartments are above it, and it's in a pretty expensive place as well. Uh-huh. So I say that because my sister's got – my sister's boyfriend, she's got a couple of – he's got a couple of friends that live the town over from us, which is Garwood. Right. And they say to people, yeah, we live in Westfield. My sister checks out the place. It's very nice, very expensive. It's new. You know what their view is? What? The Garwood train station – and on the other side, it's the old bowling alley I used to go to, nice. Starwood Lanes,
3: which will soon be knocked out of another
11: apartment. Right? I, it, no, it, I mean, it probably will become something because it's. I mean, it's all over, and I, I believe. So you don't like apartments no. being sprung up? You don't like no. progress or what? I, look, I, I, I like the progress. It's just they're so expensive, Steve. Like the oh, apartments.
0: Yeah, they,
11: they're looking. That. They're looking for you know kids like me where they're like you know stay stay here because I mean there was. Well, you now, you still live at home.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. So what does it cost? Like, if you want to get a one-bedroom or two-bedroom apartment, what does it cost? So
11: in that area— well, it, I mean, wherever you want like, Where would you want to live? Well, I'd like to live closer around this area. Not not too close, uh, but, I, you know, it, the hour drive from here and back could be tough. Uh, I, I don't like Route 1 as much. Mm. But uh, it, I, 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 who I, does I, ah route one? My favorite. Now I'm home. Uh, but believe me, I, I I don't like it. Okay. Uh, so but, you have about fifteen hundred a month? Yeah. That's you about know. the normal going rate, right? Yeah. It, it's not not where I am. It, it's like three thousand dollars a month for a place. Really? Yeah. No, I mean like around here. I don't know. In Westfield, uh, it's like $3,000 yeah. a month. So, I mean, right around from here, yeah, there's a couple of places I've looked. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I I like the lo- – there's a place in Trenton that's got some lofts. I, I really like yeah. it. I don't know. I, I, I'm i trying to – I'm, I'm trying to figure out myself first before I, I go out and uh, in, into the real world, meaning having an apartment by myself because mm-hmm. – uh, uh, my my family is uh, is feeling it now with, with my sister in uh, Hoboken. She's she's having some. She's uh, living in Hoboken. Yeah,
3: she's living. That's in... That's an expensive place.
11: Oh yeah, yeah. Believe me, and and she's she's having a lot of fun with her roommate. That's that's all I could say. Really? Oh. Okay. <laughs> now with that view, <laughs> uh, they they got a pretty good view. Oh, I, yeah. From what I've seen, yeah, it, it's it's pretty nice. Parking is not the best. I I uh, I fake park in Shoprite. I act like I'm going to walk into the shop, right? Then I walk like, I'd say like. Here? No. It, <laughs> oh, it's this this place, pre- so. Yeah, like Hoboken. But still. Uh, All right. What else? I like him. So, anyway, uh, I found this other thing a life threatening allergy risk gets ice cream pulled from NJ stores. Oh, really? That's right. What was the life-threatening allergy? So it's from Weiss Markets. It's issued a recall on one of its ice cream products, and it's life-threatening. So the grocer recalled 108 containers of West Quality Sea Salt c- Caramel Ripple Ice Cream. Oh, I love
3: the Sea Salt Caramel Ripple Ice Cream. Do you? Yeah. It's got that, that, that savory sweet thing, that, that sweet and salty thing going on. I've never had that ice caramel. cream. I don't know about that ice cream, but I mean just salted caramel. Yeah. Because yeah, because like hey, you got that sweet and salt. Like I've been eating a lot of trail mix now. And like really? the trail mix, the Walmart makes it incredible. It's got like almonds and raisins and cranberries and and chocolate chips. And what a difference. Do you, get you get ones the ones with salted, the M and M's. You get the that's uh, CVS has those. And they get little chocolate chip cookies and the M and M's and the pretzels and the but like the the salted nuts for, comes to get you know goes up against the sweet chocolate and it, it's an incredible. It, it's it's a really good you know flavor. Jersey 101.5 wants to light up your holiday. You can win $1,000. Show us your home, tree, yard, anything that makes our Jersey holidays merry and bright. Share a picture of your dazzling lights on our app or on nj1015.com. Get in to win $1,000. Thanks to our sponsor, Wawa. Grab your holiday gift cards at Wawa today. This holiday season, light it up. You could win $1,000 from New Jersey 101.5 where Rob is giving us the rest of the news. All right, my friend, what's going on? Kind- I should put your mic on. <laughs> okay.
11: Test, test, test? Yeah. Anyway. A kind-hearted, Nutley resident was recently scammed out of her life savings. How? She was scammed. How? So, all right. She was scammed because she thought that she was helping out people. It's, it's the usual thing where... They get a phone call, you know, they think it's someone else, you know, who needs help. And she says, oh, yeah, sure. Turns out it was a 25-year-old and a 28-year-old who was just trying to take her money. They took $7,000 of this woman's money. How did they get it? What did they tell her? So the problem was, um, I, I think it was one of those usual things where it was, oh, here we go. So they met on social media called Nextdoor, right? And they needed dire need of money, which is just—I mean, they—they—they they, they picked the usual people who mm-hmm. are in this situation, and it was a 76-year-old woman. And I—I I gotta say that this is my tip to everyone out there: you gotta always double check. My my dad is a huge. The, 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 this is one of the things that we always talk about. You always got to go into the deep questions. It's kind of like you're interviewing them. My, my dad tells this to his sister who is um, – who recently lost her husband and sometimes can be very, very – Vulnerable. Uh, very vulnerable. Thank you. That's a good word. And we, he's kind of had like the lessons of like, all right, it may sound like Katie, but is it actually her? You, you got to ask the other questions. Mm-hmm. You know how how old are you? You know how would a
3: seventy six year old woman know to do that? The best thing to do don't answer the phone, just hang up. And there's no way. I mean, yeah,
11: I get what you're saying. There's no way they could do that. Believe me, I bet. First of all, it, it was done on an app, so congratulations to the... The
3: 76-year-old woman knows how to work the app. That, that's, that's exactly what good, I said. Right? I was First like, hey, all.
11: like, who right. taught her? Nice. I really? got, got some good And they didn't kids. teach her how to avoid the scams on the app? No. I, 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 mm-hmm. guess, I guess on Christmas Day when they got Grandma the iPad, they didn't tell her that part. Mm-hmm. Told her how to get to the camera, to the phone. But not to avoid the scams. Not to avoid the scammers, though. Mm-hmm. I. What else we got? So another one I had... Was So there's people out there who are in T-neck in the area. They are pros at the click of a button, and they are pros at literally anything. They say they can house clean. They can do holiday lights, fireplace cleaning, interior decorating, pet sitting, handyman, photography, Jacks of all trades. catering, and my favorite, party planning. Party planning. Do you imagine that guy? He's helping you out with a party, and he's doing a mid scrub on your uh, on you your gotta chimney. You got to do
3: whatever you got to do to make money. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you got to respect people like that.
11: I. But here's the thing: well, is it
3: a scam or is that, this guy no. for
11: real? Yeah, so he just sca- tells you he can do all that stuff, then he gets in and robs your house or yeah, what? Seven thousand dollars, seventy six. Really? Uh, but it, to me. Holiday lights, I don't know. if, if no, no You don't might... put up the holiday lights? No, we, we put up the holiday lights. But I feel like if we use someone, my mom would be out there and be like, eh, I got to tell you, we put it over there. A bit to the right.
3: Oh, I got a guy. I got a you guy. Do? He comes every year, he puts the lights up. And then he goes back and
11: he takes the lights down. I got to tell you, what color lights do you use outside? Multicolor. Multicolor, okay, yeah. good. What color do you use? I use, I believe we use multicolor, and I and I think we use. You multi- believe,
3: don't you remember? Close your eyes, <laughs> think your house at Christmas. What does it look like?
11: Uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking a multicolor. All right, there we go. Uh,
3: yeah, the mo- I mean, uh, in fact, that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. But you know what's going to happen now? This great job. <laughs>
0: Tonight? This has been the Steve Travelli Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or NJ1015.com. New Jersey
1: 101.5.